counterfeit news network, biased broadcasting corporation. I just don't know who to believe anymore. Hello and welcome to the show. Colourful conversations with a believable Mark and Pete. Yes, this is the show dedicated to religion, politics and business. Fake news is everywhere. My goodness, who do we believe? It is a big problem. If we look around the world, we see lots of political angst. We have people on campaign trails. But who are we truly going to believe? But it's not just about the politicians, is it? Is it about the media? Is it about you? Is it about me? Well, it could also be about Clergyman Pete. So, Clergyman Pete, who do you believe now? And uh, tell me honestly, is there any truth anymore in the world? Well, the problem is not that there isn't truth, but how do you get to it through all the obfuscation, ah. the lies, the deviation from the from the truth? You know, it's 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 like it is a bit like a, a game of just a minute well-known game mm. which you're meant to just keep talking without deviation which includes deviation from the truth but you don't you just you just quickly think he's just making it up just to say something and the reason is 24-hour news one of the biggest culprits if you've got to come up with news items to fill a whole 24 hours like a lot of these network tv stations have to then You've got to, in the end, end up making stuff up, I guess. Certainly Mm. the budget's cut in major news organisations in terms of the um, reporters in the field put more into uh, marketing. And then what you end up doing is, I guess, they end up employing uh, some uh, young graduates uh, on their first job, just make up a few stories and bung them out. Well, quite right. That's what seems to be happening in, well, in play, you know, I, I, I was singled out CNN and the BBC uh, mainly because uh, they had initials so you could put jokey names to them. But uh, you, you know, they are at uh, some of the biggest culprits, but there are other counterfeit networks available. Hmm. Well, let's name some of them <laughs> yes, <laughs> because it has, it has been known that uh, I believe that Facebook, for example, yep. has also had some issues. And one of the issues here is, is that, um, you know, how do they actually screen fake news? What is right? What is wrong? I mean, to be fair to them, when people use their platforms, how can they be really sure that uh, the imagery, the comments and the news that filters through their networks is actually really true? I mean, at the end of the day, they're providing a platform. They're not actually generating the news themselves. Yeah, so well, no, I think uh, here's my take on social media sites like mm-hmm. Facebook, like Twitter, um, YouTube. Um, it's accepted that people are, are putting their material up there um, and maybe in most cases claiming that it's true. But I don't think it is down to the site to look for whether there's fake news. I, I don't understand why they're getting into it. Um, I would say it'd be better for them to have, to make a clearer disclaimer that they are not uh, defending the claims of truth of anyone using their site and just make it an equal playing field, then it's up to the user and the user um, who's putting up the post and the yeah. person who's reading it to come to, to come to a decision about what's true. Because otherwise you're asking people to censor things that you don't agree with. Oh, you say that's fake news. Why? Well... 
is is it because it's poorly researched or is it because the political point of view contained here is not one that I like? And that's mm. the suspicion. Uh, it does seem to be that, um, for ex- taking, for example, Facebook had a big problem with its censoring right-wing sites, particularly during the uh, US presidential election, and they admitted exactly. to it and brought in some people uh, who are right-wing or Christian. Any, anything pro-Christian, pro-right-wing was not reaching the uh, trending uh, uh, um, part of the site. Now, the, here we are. Now, if we take this a step further, now we, if you're going to have a trending part of your site, it should be the most popular, the most interactions, the most thumbs up, trending, you know. And Facebook however, mm. was having it curated, so people were choosing it. Now, other sites, perhaps the the most popular uh, next to Facebook is YouTube uh, in terms of yeah. uh, social media, the most popular video sharing, and uh, I think the second most popular social media. Um, and it's reverse, you know. YouTube is the um, the second most popular um, f- uh, video sharing, and uh, YouTube is the most popular. Well, so those these two are important because of that. Now, YouTube is following the example of Facebook in bringing curated trending uh, to, to their site. So the videos that you see that are supposedly trending are ones that they happen to like. Now, hmm. now, so what they've done is stepped from trying to prevent fake news to creating their own fake news by pretending things, uh, videos, or in the case of Facebook, certain statuses, certain certain um, updates, certain items are trending when they are not. They just happen to like them. So the problem with fake news uh, is more with the site itself, I think, than the individual people using them. I think... It would be better to have more transparency and simply to step back from trying to be a censor on the side of whatever whatever you um whatever political suasion you have. Or simply be honest and say, Yeah, we're Facebook, we're a left wing site. We don't like those right wing people. They're all hateful, racist, bigoted homophobes and we don't like them. Well, they indeed. can put that across. Well, put that across the top I, of the Facebook page. I th- I Don't think bother you're, coming you're, here if you're right wing, because we can't stand you. Indeed, yeah. but let's go do back to your KKK back. hovel and don't bother us anymore. That's what they should say. Oh uh, well, indeed. Let's step back because as as consumers, we're all sitting here scratching our heads, thinking, "Well, who do we trust now? I mean, well, where, where do we actually really get our true news from?" Because mm. at the end of the day. This is a problem. You know, when we look at politicians kissing babies in the streets and they're all doing their electioneering, well, we all think, well, okay, let's hear what they've got to say. One day they'll say one thing. And then the next day they'll say something completely else, uh, something else. I mean, I I really don't know who to believe. Now, I'm just going to give you my exasperated thoughts uh, in a simple form of a poem. And this is a poem called In All Honesty. Oh, for goodness sake, the news is a fake. The world is no longer round. Say a Hail Mary, the Pope is a fairy. Can any truth now be found? Oh my, oh my, the headlines lie. Another story awash with a whim. With sounds of tutting, comments are cutting, as truth gets a troubling trim. Oh dear, oh dear, another online smear. In all honesty, sincerity is up the creek. All belief is baloney. This poem is phony, as the world ended just last week. 
So, I yes, be surprised. I do believe that it did end last week. And what we're seeing here now is the aftermath. Yes, folks, that's the news, honestly. <laughs> so yeah. if we actually do look at the news, it's quite extraordinary how some of the untruths creep in. Uh, now, this could be a simple fact where possibly some of the politicians, dare I say, get it wrong. Uh, we've seen this recently. Um, I'll give you a simple example. This happened in the uh, recent electioneering in the uh, run up to the British election, the uh, UK general election. Diane Abbott, who is a leading spokesperson for the Labour Party, sadly got all of her figures completely wrong. Now, at first, we were starting to sort of believe some of the figures that she was actually spouting. Uh, as it turned out, unfortunately, in this particular case, she just simply made an error. It wasn't uh, malice of forethought. So we've not only got those who are perhaps unscrupulous, but those who just simply genuinely make mistakes. So when we look at fake news, we've also got to look at it for the fact that often people just get it wrong. Yes. Now, I think we can differentiate between um, the political opinions or the political propaganda of a particular politician or political party and news that claims to be neutral, unbiased and factual. Um, the problem is that I don't think any news agency can actually claim that. Uh, there are two ways that they can counter it. One is um, you could be honest about the bias. That's what I, I said before. And I, Personally, I think that that's the best route. This is my personal mm. preference that you're honest about your bias, then you do try and just report the facts and you make sure that you do that. But you're honest about your bias so people are, are aware of where you're coming from. So that then when it, yes. well, they, can, they can then try and have a range of different uh, news, news uh, programs, news sources, and then, then personally they will have a, a balanced input. That's what I try to do. Um, I use internet sources, so... Um, I, um, both video and uh, blogs and try and get people with different backgrounds. Um, th there were some um, online individuals. Um, uh, you look at the uh, a relatively new YouTube channel called Timcast, um, the, uh, the, uh, the premise of which is that it's a, uh, there's a reporter called Tim who goes out to actual trouble spots and reports directly from them. So ah, this sort okay. of work is good, I think. And he's very open about his p personal biases, but he's trying to report the news in an unbiased a, as, uh, a way as possible. And another way, if you're committed to saying, no, we are absolutely neutral, if you're really trying to say that, which I think is a mistake, but if you're, if you're actually trying to do that, which people like CNN and the BBC do claim, despite their very obvious uh, left-wing bias, they they claim this. And so what they need to do, I think, is to employ people of different political persuasions to work with them. Should, when they try and employ for diversity, forget about things like trying to get a certain number of people of different hues of skin, which is completely irrelevant to anything. I mean, what does your skin colour matter? It shouldn't matter. Um, but but try and get people with different political opinions. A diversity of opinion would be better. And then, although you're not claiming that each reporter is neutral, as a whole, you could be effectively neutral because the the different persuasions, different political points of view of the different reporters balance each other out. You know, particularly if you had that within the within the group of people who write your opinion pieces. 
um, but also uh, those who uh, do the frontline uh, reporting work. I think that's a way, um, that's a good way forward. But even then, taking taking that into account, if everyone did that, what I just either way of what I just suggested, there is another sort of fake news, and that is deliberate clickbait. So mm. someone will deliberately make up a story which is something that people wished were true. Um, yeah. I saw both uh, this done to both presidential candidates in the US presidential election. Donald Trump is dead and Hillary Clinton is dead. Both were reported mm. as clickbait. You mean that's not true? And um, I don't, well, uh, I don't it's think so, but it's difficult to tell. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. I was going to say particularly with, with Hillary Clinton, but that portrays my uh, politi- particular political bias in that I find Donald Trump more entertaining. It's less a political bias and more a, um, an entertainment mm. bias. But, um, yes, yeah, see, they, they, they um, I, I suppose you could say Clinton is better as a sort of tragic figure. Mm. Yeah. Um, but you, you, they, they were both reported as being dead because there were a certain number of people who wanted that to be true, so you get them to click on it and you get the advertising revenue. And that sort of fake news is what mm. people like Facebook were talking about countering. But in practice, they would then end up stopping anyone who they disagree with. And that's why I think it's for so when it comes to social media, it's best to just keep out of it. You know, uh, keep well, the, yeah. keep the keep the actual showing of graphic violence and nudity off your site. Uh, but uh, but for with opinion, let it be free reign. Well, I think that the social media uh, is certainly something that has played its part significantly. I mean, yeah. not just in the American election, but also we're seeing in uh, places like the French election. Um, hacking, for example, uh, we've already seen that there's hacking that's taken place uh, with Emmanuel Macron and data that apparently has been leaked about some of his own personal files and uh, affairs. Now, the fact is, and when I say affairs, that's his business affairs, of course, Mr. Macron, uh, course, nothing yes. that's untoward. But uh, but nevertheless, um, social media is to blame here. Now, of course, what that can happen is, is if somebody genuinely believes in some of the news that um, has been manipulated, then, of course, that is something that, as you say, if the public decide that they want to believe it, well, of course, it can manifest itself. And, of course, by the nature of social media, it can reach a lot of people very, very quickly. Mm, Now, at a time of a general election, uh, this is something that could sway people's opinions. Now, I know that this is something that's been widely debated about the American general election. Was it true that the Russians hacked the uh, uh, the the Americans uh, servers and actually possibly influence the outcome. Well, that's open for debate. But nevertheless, it does happen. Um, and so I suppose, really, we've got to ask ourselves, what can we do to make sure that we're getting to the truth? Uh, so let us sort of look at that, because, you know, we can easily be fooled by what we see online or in social media. I think what needs to happen here is is that you've got to take a slightly more aggregated view of things in that if you're only looking at one particular channel, uh, like social media, if you're just only following Twitter or if you're only looking at Facebook or the BBC, which I know is your favorite broadcasting oh, channel. Yes. <laughs> Unbiased, um, neutral in every um, way. Wonderful. Wonderful. You get listeners perhaps 
possibly has an issue there. <laughs> However, I, I do believe that the BBC offers a lot of, a lot of good journalism. Right. Uh, there may be some examples yes. where well, you, you, can, you can believe whatever you like. It's a free country. <laughs> but the point being... Even is, if it's I complete as, yeah, yeah. As, as citizens we, uh, and business people and even occasionally clergymen, we need to start thinking a little bit wider. We shouldn't be just relying on one channel. Yes. And, and perhaps do a little bit more work, a little bit more groundwork. Uh, the reason I say this, I think that we have often sort of become a little bit lazy in the sense that the, the instant news is what we only rely yeah. on. Yeah. If we knew the subject a little bit better and did our own research, research, say, for example, yes, look at TV, look at social media, read books, look at, um, you know, uh, you do your own research, then you'll formulate, I think, a better opinion and you can judge when things go right or wrong. Now, let me ask you uh, here. I mean, what, what do you see from your parishioners? Uh, I mean, are they heavily reliant on social media or, or perhaps do they rely on other sources? Well, yes, social media uh, is one way that people get alerted to the news. And this is where I think social media plays a very important role. So they will they will get the alert that something's happening. But the details, they will go to uh, a different site. You know, so, so face, on Facebook or perhaps on Twitter, it used to be so in the past. I not so much doesn't seem to be used quite so much now. I don't know whether that's just my personal experience, but Twitter or, or uh, Facebook are the big ones. For You you know that something's happened because you see it on that site, but then you go and look up about it, perhaps using a specialist news site. Or hmm. what I would do, which would be to go to um, a variety of different sources, as I said earlier, but, you know, actually individuals who, who, um, who, are, who have... Uh, the, have the same sort of sources as everyone else, but they because they know they're experts in certain areas, they're able to filter out the rubbish. Um, yes, and and so I would go to particular channels on uh, YouTube and and get their comment. And uh, mm. these people are people from different um, political backgrounds, different religious backgrounds. So so they get a picture. Um, you know, say say if there's a political comment, let's name some names. If if, if I want a political comment. I might say, well, I'm going to look at a ranger. There's a um, a channel called Sticks Hexenhammer 666. Yeah, he used to be a Satanist, so that's why it's the name. But a very good political commentator. Um, there's Sargon of Akkad, perhaps the most well-known of these political commentators on YouTube, who uh, who would have, um, compared with me, quite a left-wing view, but uh, has a good overview of, of politics, able, able to comment well. Um, over mm. in over in Ireland, there's Computing Forever, which is uh, actually a guy called Dave Cullen who gives some good analysis. You see, quite a range of different people. They have uh, different points of view. They have the same uh, ava- the same data available, uh, but they can point me in the right direction. So that's how that's how I'm suggesting people do use it. The way that I I think that that many people do, they use social media and YouTube as a pointing a pointer to where to find out the information mm. and how to analyze well, let's, it let's, to see what's available. Let's, let's get to the real truth here, be a breaking news. What does the Bible say about uh, Twitter and Facebook? Well, you see, here's the interesting point. The, the Bible, I'm not, uh, ha- not going to cr- do a direct quote of a verse here because we know that the Bible condemns uh, lying and falsehood and uh, in the Ten Commandments. Does it have a chapter on social media? And the Ten Commandments, it says, do not bear false witness, which... Uh, I, I guess would be would cover things like fake news, um, and indeed, ah. uh, 
the gospel was affected by fake news when Jesus uh, rose from the dead. There's a very specific attempt at fake news, at misleading people by the Jewish leaders of the time who told the guards who'd dispersed uh, um, after they found that uh, the tomb was empty uh, to say, oh, yeah, the disciples came and carried him away. Um, unfortunately for this one is then Jesus very public, publicly appeared, obviously very well. Um, hours after he should have been, you know, um, if he was still yes. alive, uh, um, uh, ripped to pieces um, or a rotting corpse. No, he was perfectly well. So something went wrong with their fake news, as it always does. So in the mm. gospel, the the fake news here was the enemy of the spread of the gospel. And it's been going on forever. So I think what we can learn from biblical times is that fake news has always been there. And sometimes it can cause serious harm um but the way to counteract it is uh, not necessarily by attacking those who who commit the fake news that isn't what was done at the time but to make sure mm. that you spread the real news you know make sure that yeah, you exactly. spread that as widely as possible so have a counter to the fake news and i think that's that's what with the glories of the internet even Expert commentators like Mark and Pete are able to have a voice and put some sort mm. of sanity. Uh, but apart from us, of course, there are many other different commenters on the news available because of uh, access to the Internet that weren't only a few years ago. And so we, although it seems like fake news has grown up recently, it's been around for a long time. And actually, the Internet does give us the opportunity to take in lots of different sources and so counter fake news with real news and spread that around well what a good uh, piece of advice oh, yes. yes fake news has it's not new as uh, clergyman peter's highlighted so uh, the truth will always win at the end of the day so listeners oh, what do you think are you exasperated by social media are you exasperated by fake news what is your opinion follow us at mark and pete uh, on twitter yes a real truthful channel we know that <laughs> so honestly Join us again next time for some more truthful, colourful topics with Mark and Pete. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.